Two Kids and a Career is a production of Jill Divine Media. I'm so confident in what I'm doing and I feel so like feel like I understand my mission and my team understands our mission. So, and some people like just don't get what we're doing. And like that is their fault for lack of better words. I mean, it's kind of been frustrating because there's some people close in my life who are like, I don't get it. Like who would ever watch reviews? Why does that matter? Or why are you telling people that? Or why are you doing this? Or who's watching? I mean, honest, like people close in my life, people I love, and they just don't get it. And that's just fine. Evoke Creative is a proud sponsor of Two Kids and a Career. They help small business owners like me brand with purpose and market with intent. The ladies at Evoke Creative will help make your digital presence known. Learn more at evokecco.com. That's evokecco.com. Hi there, and welcome to Two Kids in a Career. I'm Jill Devine. As an entrepreneur, wife, and mama, the daily grind of trying to build a business while taking care of kids and trying to maintain a healthy connection with my hubby, it's a lot. With this podcast, you're going to hear candid conversations with other moms, parenting experts who can share their knowledge and insight, or you'll just hear me rambling to get it all out. There's going to be tears, there's going to be laughter, but most importantly, there will be support. Take a listen and connect with me so we can grow and learn from one another. This is Two Kids and a Career. All right, let's get to this week's episode, episode 80. It's a milestone episode. 80 episodes of Two Kids in a Career, which is just awesome. And I can't wait for another 80 episodes. But I wanted to share this milestone episode with a repeat guest because this week's guest has also experienced tons of milestones in such a short amount of time. And I am talking about Kelly Suntrup Stumpy, aka the car mom. She joined me once, she's joining me again. I, welcome back. Do I call you the car mom or Kelly, or do you just go by both now? <laughs> um, either one works just fine. I answer to both. All right. Well, the car mom, also known as Kelly Suntrup Stumpy, or you could say it the opposite way. She joined me on episode, episode 48, A Local Mom's Desire to Help Other Moms is going viral. You are the one person, I don't know if you know this, I have had multiple people reach out to me to say, I have a perfect guest for your podcast. And it's you. And that's how it all kind of started. And back in episode 48, I just want to give the listener a little bit of an idea. You were doing great things. You were at like 10,000 followers on Instagram. Now you are at 136,000 followers on, followers on Instagram and it's growing. You have a private Facebook group. You've put together this workbook. You had a second baby. Life's been a little crazy, Kelly. Let's talk about it. Gosh, when you say it like that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, life has been crazy. It's It's been absolute insanity, but it has been so much fun. Well, because one of your desires is to make the car mom a full-time job because you are still at the dealership locally in town, right? You know, yes. And I will say that focus has shifted just a little bit because I want to do the car mom mainly full-time, but I'm obviously so passionate about my family's business, which is car dealerships. So I've cut back a lot there, but I have a couple of responsibilities at the dealership that I'm just not willing to give up because I enjoy. And I think that keeps me you know, abreast to what's happening in the industry if I'm at a car dealership almost every single day. So instead, I've been able to actually bring on some help. So now I've got my sister helping me part-time, part-time slash full-time, <laughs> and we have another girl too. So instead of 
you know, putting all the focus on me having to do all these things. I'm like, well, let me just keep doing what I like at the dealership and just bring on some help. Well, I mean, help is always a game changer. And it is one of those things that I will never, ever, ever take for granted anymore. Um, I have so many questions for you like normal, but before I get to the, the car stuff, because there's been a lot of crazy things that you have been talking about with the pandemic that is affecting car buying. And I've been telling people, I'm like, listen, the car mom said this, we got to do this. Think about this. But before we get there, we got to talk about Hattie. So when we um, talked in episode 48, you were pregnant at the time with your second baby. And since then, she has made her arrival. Tell us a little bit about her and then her relationship with her brother. Um, she is perfect. So she, she, um, she took her time. I had to be induced, which was, <laughs> which, I mean, it was fine. It was a very easy induction, all things considered. But yeah, I mean, I was freaking miserable that last week. I think like an October pregnancy or an October birth sucked because it was, it's still hot in October. Yeah. So like I was so pregnant for so much heat my whole, because pre- I was pregnant all summer. Anyway, it was exhausting. It was so hot. And it got to the point like where I was so feeling so bad. I couldn't hardly be alone with George, my at that time 17 month old. I couldn't hardly be alone with him because like I couldn't even pick him up. Yeah. So it was just, it was really tough, but she came into the world. It was an amazing delivery. It was a very easy recovery compared to the first time. And she is just a delight. I mean, I would honestly have seven more Hatties if I could know they would all be as easy as her. So she's super easy. She's crawling around. She loves to eat. She's a great nurser. She is super easy. She doesn't love to sleep, but all she wants to do is snuggle. So it's like, how do you even, she's not causing any problems. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, you're adorable. I don't mind snuggling. So she's great. George, um, it's really fun because George has grown up so much. Because yeah. he was only 17 months old when we brought her, brought her home, and now he just turned two. So that relationship obviously has evolved, especially, you know, when, when she first came home, she's so tiny. He's so rambunctious. Like, they didn't really – they weren't allowed to touch each other. Right. Now, <laughs> she's more sturdy. I can trust George more. So it's almost like they're meeting for the first time recently <laughs> because we were very – can't touch that. You can't touch that. And now they play a little bit. Like, he likes to entertain her. So it's getting more and more fun every single day. And you're going to notice that it gets even better. I'm sure you've heard. I mean, I even am noticing between my girls now how much they play together and they'll go into their room to play together. And at, there's been a couple of times where I'm at home and I'm thinking, well, I should be with them because I haven't seen them a lot today. But then I just want them to develop their friendship with one another and their relationship. And I don't I don't want to bust in and and break that up. So it is exciting to see how they are coming together even, you know, now. It it just continues to grow. Yeah, definitely. It's so awesome. Well, I do know that you have made a comment or two about multiple babies and that you're not done. Um are you are you still feel that way or do you just, you know, need to take a minute or I feel like I can ask you this just because yeah, no, of course. You've, yeah, you've been talking about it on Instagram. So I just didn't know if that's still how you felt. I, and I mean this and I mean, obviously the moms listening are going to know what I'm saying. I right now feel pretty content with just George and Hattie, but 
I want the chance, the opportunity to give Hattie a sister or to give George a brother mm-hmm. because I grew up with three sisters and a brother. So me and my sister are absolute best friends. I So if I can just give, I, I want the opportunity to be able to give one more sibling to George and Hattie. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have one more. Don't think I'll have four. Okay. Maybe. I, I, I really don't know. I'm definitely, I don't feel, life is chaotic. I'm definitely going to take a break. Maybe get one of these kids potty trained. Don't even care which one comes first. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard girls are easier, so maybe we'll try Hattie first. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely want to continue to grow our family if we are so blessed to do so. I am so happy for you with your fam, and I'm so happy for you with the car mom. I want to talk first about something that I don't know if this was hard for you at first or if you're the type of personality to just kind of, you know, roll with it. It rolls off your back. I know for me, I struggled a lot when I would get that one negative comment. And we're talking about in life. First of all, you have that as is, but then when you put yourself on blast, like when I was on the radio and even this one negative comment could just ruin things for me. And now I definitely don't focus on that. I try not to. I try to just think the positive. What I've seen with you, I feel like you've embraced it. I've seen you put stuff out there that people have said or they've done. And I just wanted to know how you were handling it because I just, people suck. Like, I just don't understand why someone would just go about their day and think about something that they see and then take the time to just say something mean. I guess that goes back to like the psychology of the person because maybe they're just not happy and they always say people will whatever. How have you been dealing with that? I think when it when it comes to things related to the car mom, we definitely get a little bit of hate. We get a lot of hate. Stupid. But I am very I'm so confident in what I'm doing and I feel so like I, I feel like I understand my mission and my team understands our mission so much that like people and some people like just don't get what we're doing. And like that is their fault for lack of better words. I mean if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. And I'm right. not, and I've, I've tried to, it's kind of been frustrating because there's some people close in my life who are like, I don't get it. Like who would ever watch reviews or like, why does that matter? Or why are you telling people that? Or why are you doing this? Or who's watching? I mean, honest, like people close in my life, people I love, and they just don't get it. And that's just fine. It's not for everybody. And people on the internet are like, why, you know, this is so stupid. You're blasting Alexis. This car's not made for you. It's not designed for mobs. It's not, and it's just like, you don't get it. You don't get what we're doing. Well, I wrote down something that I remember um, somebody told me and they said, when you start to think about it, and I specifically thought about this when you were saying people close to you, like people that you thought would be on board, how does what I'm doing affect you? So whenever I start, when I get that from people or like, I don't feel like I get the support or whatever it may be, I I start to think, well, why aren't they doing this? Or why aren't they doing that? And then I think if you don't like what I'm doing, that's fine. But how does what I'm doing affect you? Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's not your review to watch. Walk away. And like, I think one thing that I wrote down in preparing for this interview, and I will refer back 
to people that are listening for the first time to you and I talk, um, go to episode 48. You will understand the whole reason why Kelly started The Car Mom, what it's about, what she envisions it. I wanted to take this episode to talk about how it's evolved. So yeah, if you you don't know, go back to that episode and listen. But one thing I wrote down before, um, I saw somebody say something to you on social media like, you need to know your lane. And that bothered me because they had made the comment like, you're the car mom. I thought you do car reviews, but then you're talking about breast pumps and you're talking about that. That's what mom life is. We have so many freaking things that we are juggling and that we are asking for advice on. Like, I think that's what makes you more interesting, at least to me. I get to see the personal side of Kelly and then the professional side. Yeah, I definitely feel like my brand is more than just cars. And that's that's what I want it to be. Well, it has to be. If you're going to connect with women, I just feel like you need to have everything out there. But I don't know. It just was a little, it bothered me when I saw some of those things because I, again, back to what you said, it's just not for you. So um, yeah, that's what it is. All right. One thing that ha- we debated, we didn't debate, but it's a debate in episode 48, the whole SUV versus minivan game and like how some people are just like, uh-uh, nope, I can't get a minivan, not cool, not hip, mm Well, um, the Kia Carnival, have you had any experience with that one yet? Oh, yeah. Love that one. I mean, it looks like an SUV. That's that's the new debate. Is the Kia Carnival a good-looking mini, minivan or an ugly SUV? That, oh. That's the new debate. Really? What do you think? I think it's a good-looking minivan. I do, I too. I mean, I love it. Okay. I, I love it. All right. With the pandemic, there have been a couple of things that have happened that have really, really, really changed the game with buying cars and selling cars. And there were a few things that I learned from you first and I was able to tell people like, uh, here's what's happening. This is what's going on. If you're looking and you've said this a ton of times, like if you are looking to buy, buy now because of the inventory, but there are certain things that there's a shortage of. And I was wondering if you could go through that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, the main shortage that we're experiencing, well, there's, there's an inventory shortage in general, right? Um, the inventory shortage the start of it, I mean, and this is this is a lot of this is based on like my independent research. But what's interesting about the car market is during the pandemic, people still bought cars. A lot of people still bought cars. Like April and May of 2020, so right as the pandemic started, were some of the best months in the car business. Um, I think it was vacations were getting canceled, people were spending more time at home, and people had stimulus money to spend, and they just wanted to go buy a car. Honestly, so. But when in March and maybe a little bit of April and May, everyone thought, oh, we need to we need to calm down our inventory. Like we're not going to sell a lot of cars. We're not going to sell a lot of cars. And that just didn't prove to be the case. Dealerships remained open throughout the entirety of the pandemic. People continued to buy cars throughout the entirety of the pandemic. And we, we honestly didn't get hit early, honestly. I mean, it was business as usual around the dealership world. But you have to think about the supply chain. So during this, some of these supply chains, some of these other factories got shut down. They they were They had to make less. Um, one of the biggest things being microchips and microchips, there's about 1400 to 3000 microchips in any car. 
I mean, they're computers. Yeah. I mean, originally I was like, what is there like two or three? Right. A ton of microchips. And the, these microchips are the same microchips that get used by Apple, that get used by computer companies, phone companies. So the car manufacturers are not, we don't have the monopoly on them at the moment. And so there's not a lot of them, so they're hard to get. So that means the manufacturers couldn't make as many um, new cars. So then when you can't make as many new cars, dealerships have to supplement their inventory by used cars. And a lot of those used cars come from the auction, which is not a bit, people say auction, like, oh gosh, an auction. It's, 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 it's a legit auction. It's the Mannheim auction. That's where dealership goes. That's where dealerships, that's where Enterprise, that's where CarMax, that's where Carvana, that's where everybody goes to buy cars. So then since we had no new car inventory, we had a bunch of big dogs competing for the same used cars at the auction, which in turn made a shortage because everyone was trying to buy them. And it drove up used car prices crazy because everyone was bidding on the same cars. So that's what we're seeing right now. I mean, it is honestly very scary, in my opinion. I mean, I think it's going to get better. It's going to get better. We'll figure something out. But it's going to be it's going to be a hard summer, which is some of our best selling months. We did pretty good. I can't speak for all dealerships, but my my temperature across the country is that everyone did pretty good in May. It's um you know people as people who work commission based jobs that's scary when you don't even have the cars to sell. I mean I I have friends who have Ford lots who have five cars, five new cars on their lot, five. Ah, and they would you know. So um yeah it's it's scary. I think it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. I'm hoping by fall we have more inventory. And I'm hoping by early 2022, it seems to be getting a lot better, but I, I don't see it back to normal for at least a year. I think Kelly can 100% agree and understand that running a small business is very difficult. And sometimes you don't have the time or the energy to do so. And that's when you need a little help. So one of the sponsors of the show, Evoke Creative, they are great at helping small businesses. That's what they love to do. They love to be able to get their hands dirty and help small businesses brand and market their business. And they also understand with a small business that it's sometimes not an option to be able to spend as much as you would like on advertising. And that's why they like to offer some freebies to you online, evokecco.com. So maybe you need a little help with social media. They have a social media guide for you to look at where you can create content that builds awareness, establishes credibility, and it promotes growth. Or maybe you need a little help with creating a standout logo. You just can't hire anyone right now. So you want to start like this. And then next thing you know, you're going to be hiring the ladies at Evoke Creative because they are fantastic. They really are true champions for small business owners. EvokeCCO.com. It's EvokeCCO.com for Evoke Creative. I had no idea. I, I just thought you don't even realize like that trickle effect on all those things. Mm-hmm. And then didn't you say that there was a leather shortage too? Yeah, there's yeah shortages of everything. There's a rubber shortage. The world's just running out of everything. Factories are closing for three weeks, two, three weeks, a month, and then there's literally just straight parking lots, parking lots of cars that are half built just sitting there waiting for the equipment or the supplies. Mm. And that means those individuals are out of a job. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just a vicious, vicious cycle not fun. Yeah. Um, what's next for the car mom? I, I I think when we talked last, 
you didn't even have the workbook, right? Can you talk about that? No, I didn't have the workbook. Okay. So what's Um, that all about? It's an interactive workbook that helps you decide which car is right for you and your family. So it's like the perfect thing to, it's funny because when I was looking, I always like to look for resources to recommend to my audience. And I saw this thing on Amazon and it was my car shopping journal. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's five bucks. I was like, let me buy that. And I got it and it was just a blank notebook with just a cover of a car on it. Like it had no content to it. And I was like, what? So I was like, well, I just want to create something for, you know, parents and families or individuals just to sit down and be like, okay, what am I looking for? And then, okay, does this car have it? Okay, let me start um, estimating some payments on the car. Okay, let me start figuring out where my kids are going to sit in this car. And it's it's just a, it's just really helps you make the right decision for you and your family. So we've been selling that since I think February. Um, it's been super successful. People really seem to like it. There's, it's definitely not as like car buying heavy as I want. It doesn't have, cause it, that car buying tips and talking through situations and negotiation tips is really something that I think needs to be consumed in a video content instead of just like a PDF download. So I'm working on an online course, which is going to be how to buy a car how to negotiate a lease and just everything that comes with that. So that's one of our next really big projects is my online course. And you have an estimation of when you think that that's going to happen? We're shooting for August. We're okay. a little bit behind schedule. Um, not not to our fault. It's just we're ready to start filming. It's written. We're ready to start filming. We're, we're deciding which software to go with at the moment. Got it. Got it. And then you're still doing the car reviews. Do you have, is it one of those, a weekly car review or when the stuff becomes available? Uh, Let the listener know how that that works for you. Yeah. So we have a new car review come out every Wednesday. Sometimes we get out two a week if we were able to have access, but um, especially since I've been, since I, since I got certified as a child passenger safety tech, the tours take a little bit longer because they're a little bit more car seat focused than they used to be. So right now we're only, we're only able to confidently put out one tour a week. We'd love to get up to two tours eventually, but we're at one a week right now. But then on Sundays we put out a different sort of video. So Sundays we have more of like our car buying tips or our tutorials and things like that. So we're at two videos a week on YouTube right now. We'd love to get up to three, just not there yet. How empowering do you feel when you see all these women tag you in their social media posts and attribute the purchase that they made to you? I'm so happy that women are feeling more empowered because I really I'm so happy that I'm able to like be the liaison between dealerships and the consumer to help the good salespeople continue to do a good job help the bad salespeople figure out how to do a better job or get out of the business. Um, it's a lot of pressure, honestly. And I, I struggle with that sometimes because it's, I mean, buying a car is, is such an expensive purchase and it scares me to think like, okay, because I liked this are people going out and buying that car. So I'm, so I, I struggle with that a little bit. I'm quite honestly getting a little frustrated with, I feel like the lack of um, attention we're getting from the automotive industry and the automotive media industry and the car brands. I mean, I feel like we have this huge wave coming through the car industry and we're still not getting, like, I can't get Volkswagen following me on Instagram. Like I'm reaching out to these brands, not wanting, not wanting to ask for, I'm not asking for money. I don't want a paid partnership with any of them. I want resources. I want understanding. I want to know more about these safety features. I want to, I want educational materials. I want access to cars and I can't get that. And so 
I'm getting a little frustrated on that front because I feel like we're making so many waves and, you know, we'll just get bigger and bigger and eventually they won't be able to ignore us. But I love, I feel so empowered by my followers and I just can't believe that we're still not getting some of that attention that I feel like my community deserves. And once really, yeah. I thought about something that happened between us as well. Um, and, and I won't go into the specifics, but I emailed you because I was at a dealership that was not your dealership. And this is a dealership that I go to because when I have some recalls on my Kia, this is where I go. And the way that I heard these gentlemen talking, um, it was alarming. Like it made my blood boil. And I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I just thought, you guys are idiots. Like you have clients, potentially future clients sitting in your showroom. And it just, it made me so angry. And I emailed you because I wanted you to know, like, I thought, okay, maybe this is something that she could pass along to whomever, like, hey, if this is happening in our dealership, we're losing people. And I I think we've talked about this too before in the in the past episode. Like women are the ones that are making a lot of these decisions. And when you make us mad and our mama bears come out, like it, it's not mm -hmm. good. So that was something else that I felt like. Yeah. When you are in a situation like that and you're surrounded by men and you don't know what to do or say, and it's immediate, you're immediately who I thought of. And I was just like, there is someone that's there that is ch a champion for women in the car buying business. And I'm thankful for that. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of days it feels like an uphill battle. And I mean, yeah, those are, I, I take it to heart from a woman's perspective, but I also take it as someone who who's made her, her profession and her career and her family's livelihood on car dealerships and on being a good salesperson, on treating customers with respect. And it's just really disheartening to hear, you know, it's just like, there's still bad apples that give my entire industry a bad name. Yeah. And yeah. that's just super frustrating. It's super frustrating, um, which is why I'm just so, why my message to people is like, I'm just done. Why would I want to give, why would I want to spend my energy and my platform to tell you how to get men to take you seriously. Like we're just so past that. We're just so past that. So like if anyone listening, like has felt disrespected or doesn't want to work with a salesperson, like you don't, you have options and you just have to choose who that salesperson is because every dealership has bad eggs and there's just some bad eggs out there as dealerships. So do your research, choose a good dealership and then choose a good salesperson and give that person your business, make that person successful. And you can, learn all of this stuff and the right things to do, the wrong things to do with all of Kelly's resources. Go ahead and give all the details where people can find you, follow you, and I'll make sure it's also linked up in the show notes at jilldevine.com. Yeah. So you guys can find my me on Instagram at the karma. I post on there on stories all day, every single day. If you're interested in like what's what it's like to be a working mom, and who works at a car? I don't know. Honestly, my stories are very random. We do I love everything it. from breast pumps to down payments to broccoli to motherhood to my husband's <laughs> weird cowboy boots anywhere. It's my stories are it's they're so random. Uh, my YouTube is a lot more professional. So if you're just looking for the car content, head to my YouTube at the Car Mom. My website is the Car Mom Official. Um, my Facebook group is the Car Mom Crew. If you're interested in hearing what other moms' perspectives are on cars, I always want my community to be collaborative. So 
if you're looking for my opinion, you can find it on my socials. If you want to hear about what other moms say about certain cars who maybe have more experience driving them, I would go to my Facebook group at the Car Mom Crew. And yeah, that's that's where you find us. Well, I think that Facebook group is so great because you don't have time to answer every single person's question. So I have seen a lot of women go in there and ask questions and people give advice and just really be there for one another. So I think that's super awesome. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, so I guess what's going to happen is you're going to tell me when your course is going to happen and when it's launched. I'm going to let my peeps know we're going to keep growing the car mom and we are going to get Volkswagen to follow you. Okay. That's the mission. That's what we're going to make happen. That's all I, I mean, like how many Volkswagens (laughs) I have sold for them, which I mean, whatever, whatever Volkswagen you're missing out. So that's what I'm saying. We're going to make it happen. I am so, so excited for you and what's to come. I mean, seriously, in just a few short months, it's been really cool to see this all happen for you. And I am also happy for you and your family and keep showing me random Instagram stuff because that's what makes me smile. Thank you so much, Joe. As a reminder, new episodes launch on Wednesdays and next week's episode, episode 81, features a dear friend of mine. We went to college together. Her name is Cynthia Cease Kirkpatrick. And the conversation that we had, just so beautiful. She inspires me to want to do more and do better. And I just love where she is in her life right now as a businesswoman and a mother and a wife. And it just is teaching me a lot of different things as well uh, about myself. And I think that she's going to give you some great advice as well. So tune in next week for that. And if you're anything like me, you have to write everything down. Uh, So if you don't want to try to write everything down and remember, if you subscribe to the podcast, you will get a notification on your phone to let you know when new episodes launch. So it's just an easy little thing to do. And I have instructions on my webpage, stilldivine.com. But yeah, if you subscribe, you will get notified for those new episodes. Also, if you like or follow the podcast and you give it a review, that just helps the podcast get in the hands of others. You probably listen to lots of podcasts where they say that, oh, can you subscribe? rate and review. It's so super important. And so that's why podcasters ask that of you. Any support that you can give, I would be appreciative. Follow on all the social medias. The handles are online at jilldevine.com. And as always, thank you for your support of two kids and a career.